to Settlers of Catan Even, where we talk about conspiracy theories, current events, and whatever else pops into our minds. Today marks the release of our 10th episode. So to celebrate 10 episodes, we are dedicating this to one of our favorite things, coffee. September 29th is National Coffee Day in the United States, and October 1st is International Coffee Day. So what better way to celebrate than to spend the next hour or so discussing the magical bean juice? Yes. I'm Katie. <laughs> yes, the bean juice. Oh, before I continue, of course, the United States has to have a different, you know, coffee day I than know, the rest right? of the world. <laughs> we have to have <laughs> ours two days earlier. No. Yeah. Yes. The United States, mm-hmm. our, ours is September Literally 29th. Yeah. And then the rest of the world is October 1st because we have to come first. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. <Why laughs> we have to we celebrate like differently. <laughs> Hashtag America. America. Anyway, so um, I'm Katie and, and I am joined today by Megan, Ben, CJ, and Jasmine. We have decided to not play Catan today so we can focus on our topic and have a more in-depth conversation. I'm sure we all have plenty to say about coffee. Yeah. So I'm sure. Probably. Yeah, I hate it. It's I'd the be worst. very surprised if we didn't. <laughs> yeah. We're all it just going to sit here silently and be like. I've never once had <laughs> coffee ever in my entire life. That Monster. used to be me, and then I turned. As you texted like, us the other day, I was like, "Yeah, I went to Starbucks like twice today." <laughs> Sydney's a she's Sydney's messing with like the soundboard and like I know, but she's just she's being obnoxious. Yeah, I'm aware. This is how she's been all day. Anyway, how's everyone's week going? Mm. Oh, it's going. It feels like it's been two weeks. <laughs> in this, I know. In spite in of it being week, like a short like, week, yeah. Because you know, Monday was a holiday and all, like, it still feels like it has been an insanely long week. And part of that for me has been the fact that in four days, I have worked um, exactly 40 hours. And I still have to work to, tomorrow and Sunday, too. Ew, why do you have to work over the weekend? Sounds like fun. Yeah, our office is doing their end of fiscal year reporting, and I'm part of this team. Um, so we just we have to I don't have to work like full eight hours on Saturday and Sunday, but I still have to hop on and um, do anything. Like if I get any responses from the agencies that I've been corresponding with over the weekend, I have to deal with it. So it's like fun. I also am probably going to like dedicate a few hours to like trying to catch up because I've been so focused on um, this task. Like some of my normal duties are um, slightly behind. So, mm. you know. But it's only going to be till the end of the month, so it won't be like forever. That's good. At least there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it's just it's just been a process because like this is the first year I've I'm doing it, so mm-hmm. learning how to do it has been the big issue slowing me down. I'm sorry, it's fine. I'll survive. Life goes on. Maybe <laughs> one hopes that life goes on. <laughs> well, well, I went back to work. Full time this week, back at school. So far, so good. I might have COVID, but I'm not sure. I haven't been, had a test, so no, you I just did. Like, oh, so far, so good. I might be dying, but it's I fine. mean, it it could be. I don't. I don't know. I mean, my throat has hurt every night this week, and literally every night this week, I've taken my temperature. Um. Because I'm so paranoid about getting sick. But also we've had kids go home sick and they have to go get test um, tested. So 
I'm just like psyching myself out. And I do think you're psyching yourself out. I think your sore throat is more from the fact that you're now talking all day. Hopefully you don't have COVID. Well, I hope not. If I do, I guess, I don't know. Maybe it won't be bad. Maybe I have it right now and I'm just asymptomatic and we don't know. Maybe we all have it and we're all asymptomatic. Again, we would never know unless we got tested because we're asymptomatic. Or maybe my sore throat is is a side effect. But I'm pretty sure it is probably just because I've been talking for eight hours a day. And this is probably the most I've talked like the last five months combined. So because, you know, Mm -hmm. when I talk to the cats, it's just meow, 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 meow. And it's not like eight hours of that. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine if you did that for eight hours? Yeah. Can you imagine if you just taught them entire music lessons? <laughs> That's what I was about to day? say. <laughs> Maybe I'll try that you next do week. A full lesson <laughs> and then have the video. <laughs> they might pay attention more. It is translated. <laughs> it is nice though because like I have fourth and fifth grade. Okay, well, here's my schedule this year. I teach. I have my conference first thing, and then I teach five classes back to back, and then I get lunch. So. I get to work like around 6.45 every morning and I don't get my lunch break until 1.15. So I am literally teaching nonstop. Like, and it's terrible. And then I just have one class after lunch. And so then like my class after lunch, I'm like, I don't have class. The day is over. Why do I have an, like, so I don't know. (laughs) But at least I was going to say that like my last two classes of the day are fourth and fifth grade. So I don't feel like I have to talk as much to them because they understand more without me doing so much explanation, but like, like the younger ones in the morning, I'm like talking nonstop and I'm just like, Oh my gosh. But anyway, enough about me. What else is going on? <laughs> Nothing in my world. I'm just working more, I guess, yes, which I is yay. good, I guess. I don't know. Ben yeah. And like I said earlier, I felt like this week, had been two weeks and clearly i mean like cj mentioned it was a holiday on monday and it just felt like i needed that day to work because so much was happening um i was in meeting after meeting phone call after phone call and i was just like can can y'all like slow down a little bit <laughs> and so my brain Never. is just all day long Firing the other day, like I fell asleep at like six p.m. or like a little after six p.m. and then and I woke up in time for work. Yeah, I. And so I just slept for like a full. That sounds hours. glorious. It was great, man. It really does. I oh, had to take a sick was. day on Wednesday <laughs> because um, I when I woke up, woke up. Wednesday morning, I had real. I had only had like three hours of sleep over the course of two days. Um, yeah. So I, I was trying to make myself get up and go to work on Wednesday, and I said, "I am so exhausted." And it was pouring rain, and I said, "It's not safe for me to be this tired and drive forty-five minutes in the rain." So I took a sick day. So I also felt like this week was twelve weeks long, but I only went to work three days this week. So, yeah. I I find that the short weeks, like where we have a day off, I really feel like they're, they feel so much longer than a regular five day week. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I can 
I agree with said statement. But that's why we have our good friend coffee. Yeah, that's true. See, that's the only thing that makes me get through the day. I love my coffee. Right? And I'm I'm so excited because I have an aide this year in my classroom. And I have had a Keurig in my classroom the last three years. And I haven't been using it because I haven't wanted to clean it. Um, but I would make coffee all the time if it was clean. <laughs> and my I came into work on Tuesday and my aide was like, I cleaned the Keurig. I was like, no. <laughs> and so she's been making coffee every morning and it smells so good. And the kids always walk in no. and they're like, your room smells so good. And I'm like, it's because coffee. And so now I can make coffee at work. And I, that's a very yeah, nice surprise. No. For real though. No. Nice. <laughs> like they're not already addicted to coffee. I know. Right? It's great. <laughs> anyway, so she's been absolutely wonderful because she cleaned my Keurig. I'm such trash. <laughs> no, you're not. Nah. She was like cleaning it and like running the water through it. Well, especially when you weren't using it. It's a very, very like unexpected thing. Well, she was trying to clean it and mm-hmm. like run the water through it because I was like, it's been sitting in the closet all summer. I'm sure it's full of dust. And she was like, I've had to run so much water through it. There's so much crap in it. And I was like, I know, this is why I haven't cleaned it. I'm yes. sorry. I mean, it had been sitting in the closet all summer and like um, we had a lot of construction done this summer. And so there was a lot of like dust yeah. and stuff everywhere. So I told her, I was like, it's probably disgusting. I was like, I really should take it home. And she's like, no, it's fine. And she's been drinking coffee. So I guess it tastes okay. Well, nice. that's good. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm glad, glad someone cleaned that. Seriously. And now you can start using it. Oh, and I don't more. I don't have to clean it. So speaking of coffee. Are we all drinking coffee tonight for our coffee episode? E- I am. I am. <gasps> I'm not. Oh, wow. And you monster. Trash. Like, should I go make some? I kidding. thought that that was just going to be like a given. Like, well, yeah. If was, you want, yes, you should make I was coffee. Drinking yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you need to get some coffee. But yeah. La Croix I feel is like now gone. So let me go make some La coffee. Is, is Meg home? She is. You could have her make you some. <laughs> uh, housewife. <laughs> yeah. Yes, hello. Can you get me some coffee? Um, I'm just joking. I'm totally joking. I'm speaking into it like, hello, I'm typing <laughs> with my and I have to speak like this. Anyway. I mean, some people do that. <laughs> Guys, I'll be honest. Sometimes I get lazy and I don't want to type. So I just turn on dictation on my phone and I just say out what I'm trying to spell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually make some coffee. I mean, I'll be right back. Yeah. Sometimes Bye. I just have Siri do it for mm-hmm. me. All of it. I'll be like, Siri, send a text message to so and so. Yeah. Yeah. I always know. And I don't know why I thought I you, don't even know where my phone you had is. Siri make coffee for you. Hey, Wouldn't that be cool? Never mind. Man. I'm going to do that at some point. I'm going to get the, the somehow, some way, there has to be enough gadgets I can put together that we can make that happen. It's because of Ben. It could be. And how his mic is. He didn't mute his mic. We can mute my, Ben on our own. It's okay. Oh, no, okay. I think it kind of has to do with he probably put his headphones down yeah, close to the mic. I have well. a mu- but it's fine. It's, it's I muted fine. him for now. I'll unmute him when he comes back. I thought I was the problem. I'm sorry. No. Nah. I just assume anyway. that I'm always the problem. So <gasps> while while Ben is making his coffee, what coffee is everybody drinking tonight? I have 
a blonde vanilla latte. Well, just a blonde latte, actually. They forgot the vanilla. Um, They forgot the yeah, vanilla? They didn't put it on the That's order, so apparently. Small. It didn't make it to the sticker. Oh, my gosh. I had a blonde vanilla latte this Ooh. morning. But that is only that's only because like the Starbucks I normally go to is still out of the pumpkin spice. Oh, right us too. This was gonna be the story. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna wait. We went to pull up, and I ordered Katie's like pumpkin, but her ice pumpkin spice, and they were out of yeah. everything pumpkin, and barely. Ha- she told us there was barely enough pumpkin cold no. cream to go on the cold brew, oh, and no. so oh, Katie pivoted, man. and well, obviously I had to pivot also. Gotcha. Um. Oh, that's so, that's very yeah. sad. Mine was not that tragic where like they were just about out. Like they, they were completely out the, the, I guess it was Wednesday or something that I went. Mm. Um, and then this morning I actually went on an adventure for coffee. Cause I was like, I'll just go to one of the other Starbucks that surrounds me. Um, <laughs> okay. And I checked on the mobile app to see if they still had pumpkin spice. And I did. But when I got there, so like, it's this weird Starbucks that's located like on the corner of an intersection. So like, of course, in the morning, like the drive through line is going to be outrageous. And like it was bleeding into mm. the street. And I was like, there's no way I'm waiting in this line that's in the middle of the street. So like I diverted and went like a long scenic route to get back through my neighborhood so that I could go to my normal Starbucks and then just proceed to get a vanilla latte. You know, it feels like a fever dream. Mm. The five of us walking around Target drinking Starbucks. Did that, that ever yeah. happen? No. Okay, in so a, we went was just an illusion. to pick up. This was a while ago. We went to the mall to pick up our glasses and these people were like walking around and eating and drinking. So they didn't, I mean, I'm assuming so they didn't have to wear a mask, but they were just walking around with their pretzel and their soda, like eating and drinking. And I'm like, really? My favorite flavor of soda is coronavirus. <laughs> so I think we should go back to what we is should go back to coffee. I'm everyone sorry. drinking. Yeah, we did. Uh, Megan was the I only one who talked about what have... coffee they were drinking. A veranda blend of the K cups on Starbucks. Oh, nice. um, I put a uh, one packet of sugar in there, stirred it up, and a dash of creamer, and so good. Ben, what are you drinking? I'm using my favorite mug. It's the one with the cat, and it says, Oops, I don't care. <gasps> Wait, um, I, did I get you that mug? You we did. did. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't remember if it was my birthday or Christmas, but it's my I favorite don't know. mug. Oh, God. I'm so glad it's your favorite oh, one because it's fantastic. Oops, I don't care. It's fantastic, but it's also like, <laughs> the perfect size and shape, too. So oh, good. Nice. Anyway, um, I hope that's not shady because I hope none of my other mugs have been given to me by the other people on this chat. I mean, I've also given you other mugs, so it's okay. No, I'm not going to get offended if somebody says that they have a favorite mug that I did not yeah. give them. I will be though. I so, will be I'm completely petty. offended. Yeah, well, I am. I'm kidding. I might, if, if somebody said that to me, I might take the mug out of their hand, slam it on the counter, and then shank them with the broken handle. Lord, I do have to say I'm a little bit Duly sad noted. because the the Zelda mug that you got me, Ben, mm-hmm. is at the office right now, and oh, so I haven't oh. been able to drink my morning coffee out of it. How will you ever save my rule if you can't drink your coffee out of that mug? You won't. Don't worry, it'll be Christmas. I won't. It'll be Christmas soon enough, and then you'll be able to use your Christmas Zelda mug. But to answer your question, Katie. Yes. I'm drinking H-E-B Texas Pecan Decan. I can't drink that anymore. Oh, I didn't do it to be insensitive. I only did it because it's the only decaf I have. You did it because you hate me. 
But why are you drinking decaf? Yeah, why are you drinking decaf? Decaf is garbage. <laughs> well, you need all the caffeine. It actually isn't garbage. Mm. This, this caffeine isn't garbage, and it's also 841. So, as I'm drinking um, a blonde espresso. I'm sorry. When has that ever stopped anybody from the getting best coffee? Espresso, by the way. <laughs> Like, okay, you're not wrong, wait, there have been times where we went to Starbucks at like 9 30, 10. I know, like, like we'd be we, on our way right like, now. Yeah. Uh, what is, like, okay, I don't though. understand trying, this time bush restriction that you're putting on coffee. I'm trying to be responsible. <laughs> Being yeah. responsible right, is right, I guess. lame. Yeah. Um, Maybe so, do that during the week, say, not the weekend. Has been many a time that I've been sitting in a Waffle House at 2 a.m. drinking coffee. So there you go, CJ. I've actually never been to a Waffle House before. Me neither. Yeah, trash. CJ, what are you drinking? You're both trash. CJ, what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm drinking HEB Donut Shop coffee. Um, Ooh, and yeah. for our international listeners, HEB is just a grocery store we have only in Texas. And not all of Texas, Even, by like, the way. It's just like yeah. the South. Texas listeners. H-E-B. They're part of international. I grew, I grew, yes. I grew up in Texas and I never, I never was able to go to an H-E-B until I was in college. So. H-E-B is the saddest magical. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And I think we have but, this in another episode, like episode six or seven. I don't care. Um, it's still going to reiterate it, it for our but new guess listeners. Didn't cut it out of the YouTube. Oh, Yes. <laughs> I feel like we always circle back to H-E-B in all of our conversations. <laughs> in the United States, I think H-E-B was actually rated like the number one grocery chain, wasn't it? I think Recent, so. Like last year, I think it was. And that was Something like, like that. Yeah. The whole country. And it's only in like certain Texas cities. So that's saying something that it's that good. And, you yeah. know, just saying. They're pretty good. I like H-E-B them. also makes like the best tortillas. So it's true. I do. I concur. So, and we have two. Yeah. for butts. It does. Mm-hmm. His last name is Butts. Howard. Ever, his last but name. Yeah. But we appreciate it because it's the best grocery store. Um. All right, and we digressed even further. Mm. Katie, what are you drinking? I don't think you actually mentioned what you were drinking. Yeah, she's never mentioned oh, it yet. C- CJ, did you finish oh, talking yeah. about your coffee? I'm sorry. I'm so. This is terrible. I'm sorry. I basically did. I mean, okay. I was just saying, I, all I said was, I, you know, I'm drinking my donut shop coffee, which is, it delicious. is delicious. Is it the, the green box in the Keurig donut shop? Or is it H-E-B? You said it was H-E-B donut shop. It's the H-E-B one. So it's not, the, it's not the donut shop brand donut shop. We have donut shop brand donut we shop. Do. We're extra. Ben, do you want something? Yeah. Or did, are you just like... Did y'all know? <laughs> well, I have to tell you all this thing that I just saw about H-E-B. Actually, about Mr. H-E-B himself. Did you know that in 1961, JFK appointed um, Howard E. Butt to be the uh, to the President's Committee on Equal Employment Opportunity? Ooh, I didn't know oh, that. Wow. I did not know cool. that. That's cool. H-E-B actually yeah. does a lot of really wonderful things for us in Southern, Central Southern Texas. Like, um... They're always like providing like relief and like food and what and supplies like whenever we have hurricanes yeah. and and stuff like they're they're really good about like helping out like local yeah. so. which is which is pretty nice like 
all things considered it being Texas, like it, it's not very common. Yeah. I feel anyway. Um, I think and, they're a pretty decent company. So, um, so I am drinking, um, a venti iced salted caramel mocha with no whipped cream. Um, because it's fall and it actually has been feeling like fall this week. Like it's earlier, been so nice. It has it's been, it's been really, it really unusual has. for Texas September because normally it's like still a hundred degrees, but now yeah. my watch says it's 76. So I'm loving it. Um, I was going to get an iced pumpkin spice latte, but they were out of the pumpkin. So yeah. I had to is also you know, get my other fall drink, which is fine. Cause I also really like this fall drink and I've, only been having pumpkin spice lattes, so it's fine. Yeah, I've only been doing pumpkin spice lattes until mine ran out. So, um, because we're doing the coffee episode, I thought it would be kind of cool for all of us to like. Maybe this is really lame, but share like kind of when we started drinking coffee and if it's been, you yes. know, like I don't know how lame this yeah. is going to sound, down. but I thought I it'd don't be think cool. It's lame. So, who wants to go first? Oh, and tell us. So tell I want to go when, first so y'all can roast me. That's fair. So you're going to tell us like when you started drinking coffee. Oh coffee my gosh. Fun. So you're going to tell us like kind of when you started drinking coffee and then also say what your favorite coffee is. Like if it's a blend or if like a type or if it's just like a certain specific drink or whatever. Okay. Jasmine, okay. go. Okay, so um, I first started drinking coffee when I was 19. And it's literally... I know. <laughs> Wait, yeah. um, you were are you but I only... Ago. Right, like, you're still, like, yeah, come on. Right, like, uh, so basically I started drinking coffee yesterday, and this is my second cup. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Welcome to the party. <laughs> And what a nice way to celebrate, guys. Cheers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I started drinking coffee when I was, like, 19, but I don't drink it religiously. It's more of a once in a while, I need a little pick-me-up type thing. But um, is it fair to say that since becoming our friend, you have been drinking more coffee than you would have been because I feel like now yes no that's yes okay Absolutely. yes yeah uh, because yeah well, that's what I say like when you. I first started um but then like whenever we started hanging out like pretty regularly that's when I started like I wouldn't get coffee every time we would go but I was definitely drinking more coffee than I ever had in my life previous to that point um, and I've I've spent more money at Starbucks in the last few years than I ever thought that I would. You're welcome. But I'm addicted and I love it. And um, my f- favorite drink is um, actually from Starbucks and it's the white chocolate mocha. Iced or hot. It's good either way. Mm-hmm. But I love it. That's my like go to if I'm like. I just want Starbucks, but I'm not like sure what I want. That's like the first first thing that comes to mind is that one. It's a good one. So thank you for sharing. It is. Um, ben, do you want to share your coffee story with us? So I've 
literally always been around coffee. Both my grandmothers are, were very heavy coffee drinkers. Um, like my dad's mom who passed away when I was in elementary school. Um, she lived really close, well, really close to us. She lived in the DFW area. Um, and my other grandma lived in Austin. And so we were over at her house a lot and she always had a pot of coffee on. So her house always smelled like coffee. And we would like, sometimes we'd go get lunch after church and we'd like go get Mexican food and she'd order enchiladas and coffee. She was that kind of person. She drank coffee with everything. Um, Nice. But, and and I think a lot of the reason why I like coffee is because of her, because I associate the smell with that, uh, with her. And same thing with, she always would uh, eat, cinnamon jolly ranchers so the smell of cinnamon makes me think of her and i love cinnamon and she also used to smoke um and she always smoked outside but you could like smell the cigarette smoke on her clothes a little bit and so like light cigarette smoke to me is like nostalgic so all that is to say i associated it with being at her house which i loved and her who i love um and my dad also drank a lot of coffee but not as much as my mima did um but they would like sit and drink coffee together. Um, and then my mom's mom, she loves coffee. And she and I like recently brought her back from Dallas to Austin. Um, and we spent like an hour of our car drive talking about coffee. And every time we make the drive, we talk about the different coffees we've tried and um, all these places. And I was trying to figure, I don't remember where I'm, I've been ordering it from, but I've been ordering um, a honey almond latte from a local coffee shop. And I thought it was Cuppa, but Ew. I don't see it on Cuppa's menu. I would have to check favor, but it was, there were a couple different coffee shops Meg and I were ordering when we were in lockdown and it was from there and it's really good. And, but I'm not usually a latte drinker. They're not the first thing I go to, but I was, I'm loving this honey almond latte. But anyway, um, so I, I associate, I've always associated coffee with my grandmothers. I'm like, I love my grandmas. Um, and yeah, so I've always enjoyed the smell and I've always enjoyed the flavor. But of course, when you're like a small kid, you don't drink coffee, but like I, I coffee ice cream. And, you know, so I've always, there's always been like a hint of coffee in my life. Um, but I really started nice. drinking coffee when I was in high school, probably like, 15, which looking back on it, it's probably not great. Um, <laughs> but at I, least it wasn't it like was, hot, like at least it was just coffee and not, coffee. yeah, like there it are worse things. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, we, we, we would go and we would study and do our homework and stuff at Starbucks. Like after my friends and I started turning 16, um, I was not allowed to go to the mall. My parents were very adamant. I was not allowed to hang out at the mall. So instead we just went to the Starbucks across the street from the mall and we would sit there and we'd do homework. We'd play cards, but we would drink coffee while we were there. And I have always, and I think this is because I grew up smelling it all the time. I've always been a black coffee drinker. Um, so for a long time, like 15, 16, 17, that's all I drank was I drank black, dark roast Starbucks blend. Um, oh. and I like looking back on it, I was, I was a little, 
And I was like, I'm so cool. I'm 17 and I drink black uh, dark roast coffee and it's dark like my soul. And I'm going to listen to Evanescence and be sad and drink coffee. Um, but then, you know, I was like, be sad <laughs> drinking coffee. Well, you're right. Um, and it wasn't until I was like 18, 19 that I even had a Frappuccino. Um, but I've never been like a super sweet coffee drinker. I prefer dark bitter coffee like my soul and um every so often like i'll get sweet stuff when we go to starbucks often i get caramel macchiatos but i'm a basic and i actually my go-to drink most of the time is either an americano or a red eye which is just an americano but you replace the water with coffee um just like drip coffee. And I usually do light roast now because I prefer light roasts. They also have more caffeine, but every so often I'm like, you know what? I want my drink to taste like cigarettes. And so I drink it with dark roast coffee. And I think that's why I think like super dark roast coffees taste like cigarettes is because I associate them with the smell <laughs> of cigarettes, but y'all know what I mean, right? Like you drink that really dark roast coffee and you're like, Ugh, someone ashed yes. into this. No, and, uh, yeah, I know so, exactly what you mean. So and yes. it's, it's funny because, um, CJ's sister worked <laughs> or works for Starbucks. Does she still work for Starbucks? So she actually, so she did work for the one that was uh, the Starbucks on campus, but she, a couple of weeks ago, it got laid off. Mm. Um, there was one time that we went to Starbucks and this was semi-recently and we went to Starbucks and I ordered an Americano and CJ started laughing and I said, what's so funny? And he said, my sister Jess was talking about yesterday how she doesn't think anybody actually drinks Americanos and that they're so disgusting it's and who would ever order yeah. an Americano. <laughs> and then the next day I ordered an Americano and I was excited about yeah. it. I was oh like, I'll God, have an Americano. And CJ was just like, okay. <laughs> so um, I prefer my coffee black. Um, it was just funny, obviously, because like she, my sister was just like, what? Like, who drinks that? Iced, <laughs> does this? Iced, Americano, like, Iced Americano with toffee nut syrup. The bomb. Yeah. The thing is, is calm. Anyway. Yeah. But also the thing, I'll the thing notes. you have to know with my sister is she's still in that phase of her life where she likes uh, sugary drinks because like she can't do the black coffee. So she doesn't understand why people like, you know anything but like lattes and whatnot so and like, sweet I like lattes, lattes. Not just regular lattes yeah i like sweet lattes but i i've gotten to a point now that i often order my starbucks on the mobile app and when i do mm. i always cut out shots of syrup so like i went to order a pumpkin spice latte and it was like oh a venti pumpkin spice latte has six shots of syrup in it and i said no yeah not today it doesn't today it has two um and even that i was like oh this is really sweet so anyway i think that i think that's the that on that that was a lovely, that i told you my whole life story, story. Uh, through the lens of coffee i love it i feel like our friendship has grown closer at this moment mm. let's see uh, megan do you want to share your coffee story sure I also, so I think in high school, I started drinking like those bottles of Frappuccino. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. And that's yes. like where I that's started. where it like, started for you. <laughs> my grandparents drink coffee all the time, like in the mornings, like it was just part of what they would do to get ready. I think or, all like, of us can relate to that. Or like to just drink throughout. But the, um, yeah, I mean, I do it now. 
but the um but my parents didn't so whenever i moved back into my parents house like in like middle school it just there was no coffee around but then in i guess it was sophomore no junior year i started doing debates and debate and that was a 6 a.m bus ride and had to be awake by like eight to you know talk all day so and actually have brain functioning also while talking so i figured out how to get energy and that was through those frappuccino coffee drink things and that's how that started and then whenever i went to college i actually started drinking like real coffee like i'm gonna order an iced coffee and put in like eight million shots of caramel so it tastes like something (laughs) like you know, trying to figure out like what coffee actually worked. Um, and now I would say I'm more of a coffee snob. It's progressed into being like a coffee snob where I like the light roast like Ben for the caffeine. And then also because you can actually taste flavor. So like our neighbor used to work at a local coffee roasting and he brought over these really good beans. They were... um they have chocolate, grape, and honey, and it's more of a light roast. Dang. And it was great being made as pour over. But I've gotten very into the, I'm going to do pour over and grind my own beans and all of that coffee scene. Uh, Cafe Megan. Well, and then Panera came out with their coffee subscription and all of that has gone downhill because free coffee is better than us spending money on coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that is the very short story of how I like my coffee. Oh, I guess if I have to go to Starbucks and pick out my favorite Starbucks drink, um, the vanilla blonde latte where they use the blonde espresso is super good for me. That is my favorite. Um, and then whenever I am not paying for my drink, so either a free drink or someone else is paying for my drink, like work, I will get an extra shot also in it just because get the extra caffeine. Same. Always yeah. the extra shot when given the opportunity. Always. Um, mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, CJ, do you want to share your coffee story with us? Sure. Um, so much like everybody else has already said, um, my grandparents would, you know, drink it every every day growing up. Um, there was a brief stint in my life where um, me and my parents were living with my grandparents, like in the transitions of life um, for all of us. So I, I probably out of the group started the youngest. I want to say um, I would occasionally have coffee at the ages of like five or six. Um, it wasn't anything like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't drinking it every single day, but I would occasionally like get a cup. Um, and of course, because I was a child, it always had like loads of cream and sugar because the child of course does not want the black ashy coffee. Um, because <laughs> grandparents tend to like the dark stuff, um, which is fine. Um, we had Folgers. Yeah, we. I think. Yeah, I remember a lot of Folgers, but it was usually like the dark, the darker roast. Um, that, but you know yeah. what? When we went to the melting pot for your birthday, and then we all ordered coffee for dessert, and we we're like, "This is so good! What is it?" The, yeah. the waitress straight up was like, it's "Oh, it's it's Folgers dark yeah. roast." Which I'm gonna if if I'm being I honest, I don't think it was solely Folgers dark roast. Like there had been some sort of special dark roast mm-hmm. blend that, that was going on there but anyway um so that's probably where i first started drinking coffee and then like after me and my parents um were like living in our own 
like house or whatever. Um, we didn't actually have coffee in the house at all. Like, for, I don't know why, but like my parents just didn't drink it when I was growing up. My mom drinks it like every day now. So um, I don't know why we didn't have it for the most of like my teens and whatnot. But um, it wasn't until like Starbucks really started blowing up and I got into high school and I started doing like the Frappuccino thing. And then um, my real coffee addiction began in college because, you know, you're always tired as a college student so there was you know when i could afford it it was let's go to starbucks and get some espresso to keep myself awake and then it just progressed from there um i didn't transition into um black coffee until my adult life um after college actually i started weaning myself off of the cream and sugar um which is i know for some of you listening it might be like what who the heck drinks black coffee like that's gross um all of us now except jasmine yeah yeah no i think it depends on the coffee i will tell you my story in a second so just wait yeah it really does depend on the coffee because there are some uh, black coffees that even i can't drink black um so i mean i basically just like kind of slowly weaned myself off of it which ended up being like a good thing like i still do like cream and sugar and like my lattes and whatnot um but black coffee depending on the roast and whatnot, you can taste so many different flavors other than sugar. And it's, it's wonderful uh, to me anyway. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of my story. I've oh. yeah, been drinking it for a while. That's fair. So <laughs> grandpa, <laughs> I have um, a similar story. Okay. So um, my grandparents and my mother were I like everyone on my mom's side of the family, they all, they all drink coffee. Like how, I mean, an outrageous amount of coffee and my grandpa will literally sit and drink coffee from breakfast until bedtime. Like he literally (laughs) drinks coffee all day. So like, I've just always been around that. And when I was in early elementary school too, I can't tell you the exact like age, but early elementary school, whenever we would go visit my grandparents, they always had coffee on and it always smelled so good. And all the adults were drinking it. And when I was a kid, I just so badly wanted to be an adult and I wanted to hang out with the adults and everything that I also wanted to drink coffee. But um, my mom, of course, was like, you don't need to drink coffee because you're like in kindergarten. So they would <laughs> I would drink coffee, but it would mostly be milk. And then they would put a little bit of coffee in it. And so it just like yeah. kind of had like the flavor of like a little bit of a flavor of coffee because my mom was like, you are not yeah. drinking that Um, And then like, as I started getting like older, I started drinking more of it, like less milk, more coffee. And then finally to the point where I was, you know, like high school, just drinking like regular coffee with cream and sugar still. Um, But so I've all, I, I just, it's something that I also just always remember because it's my family's just all about coffee. Um, But specifically in middle school, my choir director, always had Starbucks and um, one of my friends and I quite often we would go to Starbucks before school and we would go get him his favorite drink, which was an iced caramel macchiato. And so, Oh my gosh, I forgot to say my favorite coffee. That's fine. I'll okay. get to it. Well, never I say mine, you can come back and say yours. Um, okay. So we would occasionally go to Starbucks and get him his iced caramel macchiato and we would get like our little frappuccinos or whatever um and it always looked so good sitting on the piano in the choir room and um 
So that's actually why I started drinking the iced caramel macchiatos was because my middle school choir director did and it just looked so good and it is so good. Um, but I, I've literally just been drinking coffee since I was in elementary school and, uh, I now, I definitely drink it a lot more now on a regular basis than I did, um, when I was younger, but, um, I, I do still use cream in my coffee. Um, I use cream and sugar in my Panera coffee because it's disgusting. But now I just drink the iced coffee <laughs> from Panera. So I just put cream in it and no sugar. Um, but actually, so my favorite coffee that I've ever had um, is, is actually a local roast uh, roaster, I guess, in Oklahoma City. Um, which you can't buy their coffee here. And I had it at a local restaurant in Oklahoma City. Um, and the coffee is called Neighbors Coffee. And the blend was called Old Timers. No, 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 no. That's a different one. It was called 89ers. Yeah, 89er coffee. And it was the best coffee I think I have ever had. It even beat that Folgers junk that we had whatever it was that we said was so good. Um, and I love it and I can't buy it. And even my grandma tried to go to the actual like location in Oklahoma city and like they didn't have it to buy like that specific blend, Ooh, but that blend was so good and I didn't want cream and I didn't want sugar. And that's just, if we had that, I would drink it all the time and I think I can order it again, like now online, but it's like super expensive. Um, so maybe if I ever get to go back to Oklahoma City, I will go to Neighbors Coffee and I will buy their 89ers blend. But it is so good. And I'm so sorry that probably nobody listening to this, except for maybe my grandma, um, knows what I'm talking about. So grandma, if you're listening, no, it's, it's the best coffee ever. But I literally asked about- Go like, have some for you. She she went and looked for me. My grandma's the best. She went and looked for me and like she tried to get it and she was like, I can't find it. And I was like, no. Um Aww. So that's actually my that's, yeah. favorite coffee I've ever had. And if I only had nice. one coffee to drink the rest of my life, it would be that one. CJ, do you want to tell us I your feel favorite like we should coffee? Take a, a road trip just to try yeah. said coffee. Well, yes. good news is that um, I go every year because my family lives there. So <laughs> if you ever want to join us for Christmas or something, let me know. Bad okay, news. we haven't yet <laughs> been to try said coffee. coffee. Every time we've been up there. True. Um, well, because the one time we went to the restaurant where I had it, they didn't have that blend for the day. Um, mm. But also we haven't been there since Christmas because of COVID. So who knows when we're going to get to go back. Points all around. Yeah. Anyway, CJ, what's your favorite coffee? Right. I'm sorry, CJ, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, so I, I, it's kind of like on multiple, there's multiple levels to this because like, I originally, like when we first started talking about this, I was like, oh, you know, my favorite coffee um, is one that I can't drink. And it's the white chocolate mocha from Starbucks. Um, and I say I can't drink it because one year on my birthday, I had it and I started like, I don't know if it was really an allergic reaction. I have yet to test this for the third time, but I had it and it like gave me some sort of anxiety um attack or some of some sort like it it was it was this really bizarre feeling like throughout my entire body um 
And then like a couple months down the road, I tried it again and I had the same feeling. So I was like, it's got to be, but I need to, I want to try it again just to make sure because I really like that coffee. Um, But as Katie was talking about hers, I was like, no, the favorite, like the favorite cup of coffee I think I've ever had was when I was in Seattle the first time. Mm. Um, I had a, it was, I think it was just a maple latte. Oh that sounds my so god. Good. That sounds like so just, good. Just the maple latte. It was heavenly. It was heavenly. Do you remember um, where you I was got like, it from? I've never I don't remember the name of the place and I could find mm-hmm. out um what the name of the place is, but um that would take me I would have anyway, to look sorry, through, you were, uh, Facebook. Um but no, it was so heavenly and it was mapley obviously. Um Oh my god, it's so good. But I've never like seen like just a maple latte in Texas, so maybe I'm not. Looking maybe someday right you'll find it. Yeah. Starbucks had maple drinks at some point, but they weren't. They weren't um, very good, if I remember no. correctly. Yeah, um, this one was delicious. So, well, thank you everyone for sharing your coffee stories. Real fast before we get into the next part of um, our episode, Megan, do you want to mention our patrons real fast yeah. and get that going? I want to give a shout out to our patrons, Cynthia, Kiara, and Brianna. Thank you guys so much for your support. If you want to help support the show and hear your name, just like Cynthia, Kiara, and Brianna, then go to patreon.com slash catantpod, where you'll also be able to get access to the after show or watch us live. And we'll talk about more of the benefits later on. Cool. Thank you very much. And thank you to our patrons. But if you'd also like to support us on a non-reoccurring basis, they can buy us a cup of coffee, can't they? They can. You can also go to co-fi.co-fi.com slash Pod and just buy us a cup of coffee. I think it's like $3 a cup. And we'd be, yeah, and, we all and, love and coffee. It all helps us support our coffee addictions. Yes. 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 Yum. Well, thank you. And thank you to all of our patrons. So, when preparing for this episode, I was like, what are we going to talk about? Because there are so many things you could talk about. So I was looking into like the history of coffee and um, it's actually quite interesting. So I was going to tell you all a little bit about that. If that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Go and hear it. Cool. Yes. I want to hear about this. No. It is- Oh, well, okay, Ben, you can leave. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Bye. See ya. I was hoping this this episode would center around us discussing our business plan for opening a coffee shop. I mean, I can make some drinks. I I already have some set rules that I think we should use, and I'm going to get to those rules in a little bit. And um, I can see it now like a poster with all these ridiculous rules in it from coffee shops of the past. So I'm ready. Um, oh so- I already have a great name for a coffee shop. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. This is going to, maybe we should discuss. I was going to say um, like Ben and I have actually discussed opening a coffee have. shop before. I know you have. Um, <laughs> yeah. I remember that one. Um, so, okay, so a brief history of coffee. No one really knows the exact origin of coffee. However, there are many legends and stories surrounding it. Um, and it can be traced back as early as the ninth century, which is a long time ago. Um, but the most well-known um, legend goes like this. So there is a goat herder 
um, in Ethiopia. His name is, I believe, Kaldi. Kaldi? It's K-A-L-D-I. And um, we're able to trace the origins of coffee to the coffee, um, like the, the coffee forest in Ethiopia, where I guess supposedly this goat herder lives. Um, anyway, so he had his goats out and about and they were doing their thing, whatever goat herders do. And he noticed that his goats became unusually hyper and energetic after eating um, berries from a specific tree. So he was the, he noticed that they were so energetic that they wouldn't even sleep at night. And at first he actually thought they were possessed. So like demonic I mean, goats. Logical assumption. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and so all goats demonic. I think so. I think that's how it goes. Um, <laughs> so he was really worried about his poor goats because they were all prancing around and being goaty, I guess. I don't know. Um, and so Pink <laughs> I don't know. So he investigated <laughs> this tree more and he he tried the berries because he was like, what's going on with my goats? So he tried the berries and he found himself to be just as energetic and excited as his goats. Um, so supposedly it, the st- story describes him as dancing with his goats. So Baldy <laughs> was dancing with his goats. And one day uh, a local monk was walking around and he saw this guy dancing around with goats and being weird. Um, so he stopped and he was like, what's going on? What are you doing? And then Caldy all like, super hyper because he's been eating these berries from this tree he said that he found these these magic berries and um it made him have all this energy and his goats won't sleep and they're all dancing and they're all going crazy and so this monk was like this is literally the answer i've been waiting for the answer to my prayers um and so he thought this was amazing and so this monk took some of these magic berries back to his local monastery and he created a drink out of them and he um he he tried it. He drank his mysterious berry juice. And after drinking it, he found that he was super awake and alert. And he was so awake that he could even stay up through the long hours of evening prayers, which is why his prayers were answered. Um, because he has always struggled to stay awake during the evening par- prayers because they were just so long. Um, but so after drinking this berry juice, it was like magic. And so he started sharing this with the other monks in the monastery and they were like, whoa, we can also stay awake during our prayers. Um, and so <laughs> ultimately, go figure. Yeah. Um, so after he shared this with the other monks, these monks started like spreading the word to other people and it just got out and eventually it reached to the um, Arabian Peninsula. So, um, Sorry. Arabian night. Basically, yes. So by the 15th century, coffee began to grow in the Yemeni district of Arabia. And um, by the 16th century, it had spread to Persia, Egypt, Syria, and Turkey. So this is really like a Mediterranean thing. Yeah. Um, and in the, in the Middle East, well, we call it the Middle East now, um, coffee was typically enjoyed in the home. But coffee houses yes. started to pop up in the larger cities and these coffee houses became super popular um, for social activities because not only would people go there to drink coffee, but you know, they would 
meet other people and have intellectual like conversations with other people they didn't know. And they would listen to music and watch live performances and they would play games like chess or whatnot. Um, and they would also be able to keep up with like current news and events that are happening around, like around the city and the country. So um, coffee houses were seen as important places to exchange information. And then they soon would be referred to as schools of the wise because mm. coffee. Huh, okay. um, yeah. So these coffee houses were like early Starbucks ultimately is what I got. And yeah. um, I, I read that <laughs> there were yeah. typically a lot of travelers from Europe, specifically to big cities like Mecca and, or they had like thousands of visitors every year. And so people that would come visit these large cities would drink this magical bean juice of coffee. And, um, they would the take it back home with them. magical bean juice. <laughs> but that's what it is. It. I know, <laughs> but it's it just this magical bean juice. <laughs> anyway. I make coffee beans and then turn it into juice. So travelers oh. to um, the Mediterranean would bring back their stories of this, of this coffee. Um, and <clears throat> they eventually, by the 17th century, had actually brought the um, beans and everything themselves back to Europe. So then by the 17th century, coffee was spreading across Europe. Um, but the problem with that is that when coffee first arrived in Europe, there was a big, like there's a lot of resistance to it. And the Europeans were like, what is this? They were very uneasy about it because this was something new that they had never had before. And they, Actually called it the bitter invention of Satan. Of course, I they was about would. to say this is going to go religious <laughs> yes. so fast. Yes, they thought every everybody back then. I mean, it started with goats. What did they expect? I mean, exactly. You know I would have just uh, been singing tritones, dancing in the street, drinking coffee. <laughs> so, and then you would have been put in prison. Ultimately, yeah. So oh. a lot of Christians in Europe. Um, connected coffee to the Muslim world because it came from, you know, the East and they saw it as an attack on Christianity because they're like, this is evil (laughs) juice (laughs) that the Muslims are giving us. How dare we drink this? (laughs) The whole time, this made me think of the red Starbucks cup. Like, I don't know why, but this just made me think of the red Starbucks cup. How dare you change the red Starbucks? How dare you take away the cotton? Oh, Oh, Um, God. So, a lot of Christians, specifically Catholics, really hated coffee. Um, But by 1615, coffee had made its way to Venice um, and the local clergy there condemned this to, and, and they were like, no, you can't drink this. This is terrible. And the controversy got so ugly and so heated that they actually went to the Pope. And um, so the, <laughs> the, the um, Pope, they did. What? The Pope, worries that the Pope what? has to deal, deal with. Yeah. So all these Catholics <laughs> Someone were Someone knocked like, on the Pope's door. <laughs> oh my Lord. 
And they were like, excuse me, Mr. Pope, we have an issue. So um, Pope Clement VIII actually had to intervene. And so all of his clergymen were all like really upset about this coffee or this, this, you know, drink. And so he was like, okay, okay, let me try it. I will try it. And I will tell you what happens because I'm the Pope and nothing can harm me. Right. So is that what it means to be the Pope? I I don't science. know. I know. I want that job Catholic. if I can just I do know. whatever the heck I want. Like Jasmine, is that how the Pope sure, works? Yeah, once, I'll be the pope. Pope. Wait, once you become Catholic. the Pope, <laughs> you're you're instantly like you know okay. immune to everything and bulletproof and all that. That's why stuff. you just live in that bubble in that bulletproof bubble of the car. I'm the pope. I mean, I guess exactly. I guess at the time, way, way. <laughs> I guess at the time, like the Pope. Was, I mean, like people still like have so much respect for the Pope. So I guess they were like, if this is a satanic beverage, it's not going to harm the Pope because why would that happen? Because he has like the magical, you know, Jesus powers or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm not Catholic. I don't know anything magical about the Pope. Jesus powers. <laughs> let's let's try, I'm going to let this let's let's just ride out. with this. Uh, no, no uh, let's really ride with it. it. So I don't know anything about the Pope. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I grew up Baptist, so I don't know this. Anyway, so okay, so the Pope the Pope was like, Okay, you know what? I'm gonna try this. I don't know what's up with this. I don't know why we all hate it so much, but I'm gonna try it and I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. So the Pope tried the coffee and he absolutely loved it. And he was like, This is fantastic. Why do you hate this? Yes. And so he gave it um <laughs> approval I he was like star rating on Yelp. Popes, up. <laughs> he did yes. he was like this is not satanic this is wonderful like why would you not want to drink this what? and so then after that people were like okay we can drink it the pope said it's fine so we can drink it it's gucci yeah the pope is cool it's exactly oh my god it's cool. no more satanic yeah. it's fine so yeah. after the pope said it was cool everyone was like Okay, let's try this out. So, um, regardless of like this resistance and the controversy around it, um, in Europe, coffee houses also started to pop up, just like they had popped up over in the East. Um, but they were often referred to as penny universities. And because they said for a price of a penny, consumers could purchase a cup of coffee and have stimulating and intellectual conversation with other people and other travelers. Um, standard rules of the European coffee houses stated that only men could enjoy coffee at the coffee houses oh God, because course. how typical, no offense, <laughs> but how typical, right? That's so, rude. Standard, That's so very rude. standard rules said only men um, and typically social status was overlooked at these coffee houses and men could enjoy the company of other men of different classes mm. and social ranks. And mm. they even <laughs> would have people with differing like political views and Typically, those people did not get along, but at the coffee houses, they sure did. And so they had some rules. Yes. Did you want to say so something? So what you're saying is, yes. you're saying is coffee was gay. I was going to say something. That's what it sounded time. like. Like that these people in ye olden coffee shops would come in and they'd sit next to each other and they'd be like, yes, I want a double shot of you, Jonathan. Get out like, of here. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, so 
these coffee houses, the some of their rules, and these are the rules I want in our coffee shop. So we have to put these rules up, but women can be allowed, but okay. But I want to put these rules up. So um Okay. Every everyone is welcome, regardless of their gender yes. or identity. So. Yes. So if someone were yes. to swear or use foul language at these coffee shops, they would have to pay a fine because how dare they use foul language because this was a place of intellectuals. Um, I don't really agree with that because I like the foul language. Okay. Well, at the time. I was going to say. I wouldn't profit from the <laughs> from the coffee shop. Wait, but we Jasmine could profit. Just have to put her portion into it. Every oh, time someone cursed, every time someone cursed, I have to pay us a fine. Okay, next. But do we is, have to pay a fine when we curse? No, it's our coffee shop. Um, oh, good. The next so I feel like this is, is my coffee shop. <laughs> and if someone else says it, then they just pay a fine. Um, so if someone broke out in a quarrel or an argument, the instigator oh my god so would, none of us can go <laughs> quarrel i thought you said coral as in somebody was just An like argument. i thought like i that's what i thought too so i was like well that rules all of us out if, <laughs> i'm never gonna be able to finish this i hate all of you Sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i can't talk you can't say that in the coffee my shop my throat works i mean my throat hurts i've been talking all week <laughs> So if someone broke out into a fight or an argument, the instigator would have to buy the other person a cup of coffee. So don't get in a fight. Yes, you have to you owe someone 100%. a cup of coffee. I do um, that. So, yeah, I like that one. Sacred things were banned typically, um, which meant like we didn't, you wouldn't speak of religion. And that was highly looked down upon anyway at the time, because that would be seen like as bad mouthing the state and church, which was just not acceptable. So people just didn't talk about religion. They're like, we just want to talk about it here, which I'm like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. Too. And, yeah. yeah, I like uh, that. People also, um, and many of these shops banned certain games of chance, like cards and dice, like no gambling, because that's trash, you know, and we're, we're being nice, nice people here at the coffee shops. So overall, they were just really trying to be classy, it seemed like. Um, and it was, the coffee shops were really popular with a certain type of man, um, typically merchants, DJ. shippers, brokers, and artists. So when I read that, I was like, so like the hipsters of the 17 or 16 and 1700s, basically, it was like hipsters (laughs) and times. You were correct. And by the mid 17th century, just in London alone, over 300 coffee houses had had popped up just in London. Wow. Yeah. So it was super popular. (laughs) You know, well, it was the 17th century. So zero. (laughs) Zero. Nobody. Um, And... At this point, basically, coffee started replacing common breakfast drinks, um, which, by the way, common breakfast drinks in Europe at the time included beer and wine. So no. coffee. Oh, so European. <laughs> so European. Instead of getting hammered before work, let me, you know, turn up on some caffeine. Well, so they started <laughs> drinking some extra energy. Exactly. They started drinking coffee and people started, started to take note. And they're like, wait, these people that are drinking coffee in the morning instead of alcohol are much more energized and they have a much higher quality of work <laughs> and work ethic throughout the day. And I'm like, hmm, sounds like us today. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Oh. Because they weren't. 
you know, I, know. I feel like I should start my day with beer or wine and then get back to you guys next week. Let us know how that yeah. goes for you. Let us yeah. know. Um. Anyway, so coffee. So it's it's in all over the East and in Europe. And so coffee was first introduced in the New World, which is like. America in the mid 17th century as well. Um, and coffee houses also pretty quickly started Arguably the worst world. Well, okay. So coffee houses also started popping up, um, in the, Amer- in the, in the new world. Um, However, tea was still seen as the standard like go-to beverage because at the time the colonists were really just, you know, like an extension of um, the British empire. So tea was still their like go-to because they were like, we're still British. Um, But then in 1773, we had the Boston Tea Party. Um, And in in case you don't know what that is, the... Yeah, the colonists revolted <laughs> against King George III and his heavy tax on tea. And so basically one night they boarded um, ships in the Boston Harbor that contained a bunch of tea, a bunch of tea, and they dumped all of the chest of tea into the harbor. Um, and they were like, we're not paying your tax. We're not drinking your tea. And this was kind of seen <laughs> as like the turning point for Americans um, and which is well, and this is what I read, but supposedly this is kind of why coffee is now more of an American morning drink rather than tea, because yeah. that was that was the point where they were like, "We're done with your tea," and so they were like, "Coffee, the coffee co- all the I, way." I believe that the and we don't have tea time. It's yeah. um, really so. get out of my swamp, and then they just started drinking coffee. They weren't. Basically. Like, we don't we don't want your tea anymore. We want our coffee. Oh my gosh. So that's kind of a brief history. We want of the Pope coffee. approved coffee. <laughs> right. Pope approved. We should make our own roast of coffee and oh my call God, that it should be the slogan. Pope that's what I was thinking. I love it. Yes. Our good so, old Pope roast. Right. So that's kind of the brief history of coffee, where it started and how it kind of started spreading. Um so the next part I have, it's yeah. not very long. Um, coffee beans are grown in Denver International Airport, <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's what's under all those tunnels. Shut up. And it's the reptilians <laughs> that are like actually like cultivating it. And they're like the farmers, the coffee farmers. That's yes. fine. As a lizard person, yes. I can confirm this is true. Yeah. Thanks yes. for confirming, Grins. Okay. So <laughs> my next um, titled section is called a basic facts for a basic drink. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And it's it's really short. I just I just was reading a little bit about um what what is coffee exactly because I didn't actually know all of this. Maybe y'all did. Maybe you're smarter than me. That's cool. But coffee comes from trees, and coffee trees can grow to be up to like thirty feet high or thirty feet tall. But they're usually pruned to be a lot shorter, so it's easier to harvest them. And so these coffee cherries grow on these trees and these cherries actually grow in a continuous cycle. So it's common to see flowers, green fruit, like the new fruit and ripe fruit all on the same tree at the same time um, because it just constantly is going. Um, I need one of those. I know, right? Can you imagine? Oh, it would be wonderful. And ultimately coffee comes from the seeds of these cherries. So coffee trees can live. I love this. They can live for up to 200 years, 200 year tree of coffee. Whoa, so um, but they're usually so most. If you, go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. 
just gonna say basically if you had your own like just one of your own trees like you're set for life what does that sound and i don't know what i took my temperature oh, ben, ben checking temperature. his temperature why'd you take your temperature he's trying to he's see if he has, COVID. He has do you have covid well, do you have a fever i have a low-grade fever what's your low-grade fever 99.0 it's not really a it's not really a no. Is it warm I'm in your fine. apartment? You're fine. No. no. Don't worry about it. I just, okay. I sneezed and then my nose got running and I thought I'm dying of coronavirus. I think so there's, have allergies. I think there's something That's going on because Megan also is like dying over here of something. And, um, well, and the, I think it's allergies because well, the yeah. they've been all oh, over my face today. Never mind. That's what Maybe, I said in the. Well, well I know, but I know, but you said allergies, so I just thought maybe Ben also had allergies. Anyway, oh, it doesn't yeah. matter. Maybe. Anyway, so coffee trees can live for up to 200 years, but they're usually most productive between the ages of 7 and 20 years. Um, and it can take up to a whole year for a cherry to fully mature. So this what? is, this takes a long time. Yeah. And... Yikes. I thought this was not a lot, but average coffee, an average coffee tree can produce 10 pounds of coffee cherries a year. That I feel like that's not like a lot. lot. No. Right? A year? I mean, what does that sound? Y'all have had like more five. than that from Panera Coffee this year. That's true. We have. <laughs> it's true. We have. We've had, mm-hmm. we've had more. What it, Ben, what does that sound? Is that kind of, it's probably oh, my is that a kitty. cat toy? No, oh, no okay. they, they have I'm bells on their collars. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just like, "What is that sound?" Sorry, it's probably no, my no, kitty. No, 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 it's fine. I just thought at first, like, I thought I don't know what I thought. I don't know. That's fine. You're all good. They're running anyway. around underneath my chair right here. So sounds like a cat. Um. So all commercially grown coffee is grown in what we call the coffee belt. And I read that and I was like, that's not fair. I want to live in the coffee belt. Instead, we are by the Bible belt. Yeah. Um, But there is a coffee belt, which I thought was really cool. Um, And so the coffee belt is actually between the tropics of Capricorn and the tropics of Cancer. And almost the like all the world's coffee is is grown here in this specific area. Trees are those because I don't know where that is on a globe. It yeah, can, I, mean, I want to go to there. I was going to ask what months those are. <laughs> so it's um, well, you could look it up where the Tropic of Cancer and Tropic of Capricorn, Capricorn is, but yeah, it, it, it goes like across, like across the globe. It passes above the equator, so you're cutting Brazil basically in half on the bottom half of on the southern hemisphere, and then you stop. Like at the tip of Mexico, at the bottom tip of Mexico, at the on the northern hemisphere, and you basically take yeah. that chunk and go all the way across the globe. Yeah, because yeah. they grow it like across yeah, the world, gotcha. but just in this specific like strip. Yeah, because yeah. I, I can. Cool. Thank you. And it, yeah. this one actually tells you like the different nice. flavors from the different places. So from the Americas, you're getting mild and balanced, nutty, spicy, mild acidity. Africa, you're looking at bright, acidic, fruity, medium body. And Asia, you're looking at earthy, chocolatey, sweet, and heavy bodied. That's cool. Fun fact: there's Legit. a coffee shop called the Coffee Belt. It's not in it's not in Texas though. That's right. There's also coffee shops right. called like Caldi Coffee or Caldi Coffee or something, and there's a roastery or something like that. I love Costa Rican coffee. Um, 
I love all coffees. On this map, there's like the colors for the different places. And then for Hawaii, um, they just did a big yellow circle. There you go. Well, so the majority of these countries that grow coffee um, have one harvest a year, maybe two, but typically one. So coffee roasters actually purchase a year's worth of coffee at once. Like Mm -hmm. they purchase a lot of coffee. So that's that's a lot. I don't know that. I don't either. Okay. There are basically two different types of coffee. There's the Arabica beans and then Robusta, Robusta beans. Um, I hope I said that one right. So 70% of beans are the Arabica beans, which are smoother, sweeter, and they have more hints of chocolate and sugar. Um, And they also have hints of fruits and berries. And then 30% are the Robusta beans, which are stronger, harsher, and they're more bitter. So... Arabica beans are typically seen as better beans than the Robusta beans. Um, I believe the Robusta beans are actually cheaper overall. Um, And we're going to talk more about that in just a second. So I found some fun facts about coffee. Okay, I thought they were fun facts. I hope you all think they're fun facts. But these are just really random things. And Ben or anyone else, if you have any other fun facts about coffee, please, please feel free to share. Um, so the United States consumes more coffee than any other country in the world. And then Germany is second. So the five of us alone are probably like 90% yeah, of the coffee I mean, in the U.S. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to deny that, but USA, we're number one, we're number one. Uh, um, but yeah, so we drink, uh, we consume more coffee and then Germany is second and coffee actually has more flavors than wine. Ooh. Um, I can, yes. I can see that though. The, yeah. um, characteristics in coffee can be, the number of them could be as high as 1500. Um, however, wine typically only has 200 characteristics. So Wow. Coffee is much more intricate than wine is. And typically everyone was always like, oh, wine is so do 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 do. But no, it's actually coffee. Yeah, um, I tend to swirl my coffee and smell it and then taste it. Yeah, the aroma. Whatever it is you do with wine. <laughs> I do it with coffee. Okay, so <laughs> exactly. This next one I read and I didn't actually read more about it, but it made me really upset. So I was just like, ugh. Um, but espresso technically has less caffeine than a regular brewed cup of coffee. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Well, it says a typical, supposedly, espresso has less caffeine than a regular eight ounce cup of coffee. So a typical cup has 2.3 times as much caffeine as a one ounce shot of espresso. So you're telling me I've been drinking espressos this whole time (laughs) when I was in emergency situations thinking I was getting more caffeine, but I would have had more caffeine if I had just gotten a light roast instead (laughs) of an Americano. So really when I'm drinking an Americano, I should always be getting a a red eye or a black eye because it's going to have more caffeine in it. And I've been doing this wrong this whole time. No, I I think not necessarily. Well, okay. So espresso has a higher caffeine count by volume but you would need to drink many shots of espresso to equal the same amount that would be in your regular cup of coffee so i'm thinking that if you're getting like a venti espresso drink and you're getting three or four shots of espresso in it you are getting more caffeine than if you were to drink a regular cup of coffee 
but you have to definitely have more. Yeah, that was something I was going to kind of add on there because I was, I was going to say, like, I think most of the, the espresso drinks that we get at Starbucks have, like, at minimum two shots of espresso in them at, yeah. at, you know, at base. So, so I feel like I if you had three shots of espresso, then it would be more than a regular cup of coffee. But so, I didn't look up more of that because it made me really upset. So according <laughs> to this, and they actually do it with Starbucks shot of espresso and an eight ounce cup of Pike Place. I love fact checking. Um. A I mean, Starbucks shot of espresso has 75 milligrams of co- caffeine and an eight ounce cup of Pike Place, their medium roast coffee, has 155 milligrams. So, so I was right. Two shots, of, two shots of the espresso would equal one, uh, roughly one eight ounce cup of coffee. So I have also yeah. been wrong about this my whole life. And I've always thought, ah, oh, all these espresso shots. But I really should have just been drinking regular coffee. So, well, I'm, so what I'm hearing is that it needs on, to be at least a hot latte. Yes. Well, what this says, though, in this article, and I can put it in the link also, I don't know if it was one of the sources. But what this article says is that if you're looking for a lingering type of, well, espresso has this effect because you... Uh, Espresso, has, espresso <laughs> magic music. <laughs> espresso has the kind of effect that of giving us like a big jolt because of how quickly you usually drink it. Yeah. Versus like a regular cup of coffee, you know, you usually sip a little bit longer. But if you do the espresso shot like you're supposed to, literally like a cup, not you know, sip for hours. If you just take the shot. Yeah. Then you're gonna get it faster. I mean, that's why I crash more from espresso drinks but if i drink like because like i will drink a starbucks drink late at night and i crash but like i could drink a cup of coffee late at night and it doesn't affect me the same way i I don't know so i am not crazy this couple of times when we were like you're not getting espresso and i was like no it makes me crash i'm just getting normal coffee and you're like gross you're not getting as much caffeine it's because i was uneducated but now i'm educated <laughs> i've taught myself I mean, but if you really but if you really it's think the about building it blocks like, to we're getting shop. like coffee we're getting espresso that has three shots in it usually but i would usually get a venti cup of whatever coffee i was drinking and i feel like you know, a venti again, regular coffee probably still has more caffeine does. than the espresso so yeah. now if you only drink the eight ounces of coffee then yeah but i would usually drink but who, who drinks eight ounces of coffee? Of so roast, which has yeah. more caffeine. I don't even. I don't even drink eight ounces when I make coffee at home. Exactly. At least ten. So. Exactly. So it's like garbage that you're. It just doesn't work. So anyway, um, so that really made me upset. But now I've learned something new. Um, according. Okay. Okay. This next one I really liked. According to coffee snobs. Because I want to think I'm a coffee snob, but after reading this, I was like, I must not be. (laughs) They say coffee loses 70% of its flavor two minutes after being brewed. (gasps) Yes. But it's too hot to drink at two minutes. Okay, but it's it's crap after you if you don't drink it. (laughs) It's not hot, it's just spicy. What but wait, it gets worse. It gets worse. This this next one, I was like, no. Some coffee snobs say that your cup of coffee is stale after 15 minutes of being brewed. So you better drink your coffee fast because if it's longer than 15 minutes, you're drinking stale coffee. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm drinking stale coffee every day. And I've never had like really good coffee because it just, you know, loses flavor and it's stale. I can't. 
I can't down I can't coffee get on board in with this. 15 like, minutes or also, less. Also, like, if I heat it up, does it lose the staleness? Like, I don't know, because I guess I'm not a coffee snob. I thought I was, but apparently I'm not. So <laughs> I learn, I'm learning things about myself. I was going to say, so. I would imagine a coffee okay. snob who's drinking their coffee within 15 minutes doesn't have to reheat their coffee, so they wouldn't know the answer to that question. <laughs> that is true. And I guess Whatever. that's usually why cups of coffee are, like, 8 ounces and not, like, 10 or, like... 32. Do you think 30, if we, do you think if we tag Starbucks in this, they could come on and be like, "Yeah, so we are coffee snobs," and let us tell you. Do you think if we tag PMs? Starbucks in this, they would sponsor us? That'd they be cool. Give us, I a, hope so. A Fifty dollars gift card each. I would be happy with that. I would cry. That'd be um, legit. <laughs> I would definitely love a sponsorship with Starbucks. I would. No. I, I mean, I will promote the crap out of your coffee. I mean, Same we support Z's. them so much already. It would be nice of them to be like, "You should listen to this podcast." We already <laughs> give them so much of our income every year, right? Yeah. But you know, whatever. All right, so I have one more fun fact, and that is um, the term Cup of Joe and where that came from. So the nickname, like, you know, your Cup of Joe, your coffee, um, stems from American World War II soldiers who are known as G.I. Joes, and they were also known for drinking mm. an outrageous amount of coffee. Um, and hence the name Cup of Joe, because it came from then, because they were like, we're drinking all this coffee because we're Americans, remember? And, and now, now we're like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that were, those were some of my fun facts. Um, I loved them. Yeah. And then I, I also wrote down five reasons why you should be drinking coffee for your health benefits. Ooh, and I think Ben might yes. have more. He might want to add. Okay, hold on. Before we do this, I really yes. want to talk about this Google doc because oh, no. it goes from numbers. Like the fun facts were all numbers. <laughs> yeah. I've and then the next up. ones are Roman numerals. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and then the ones underneath that are Roman numerals. And then if you indent, it's letters. So like A, okay. B, C. And then if you indent again, it's one, two, three. And then if you indent again, it's lowercase letters. Okay, but I didn't do that. That's what Google Docs does. Thank you. That's not what Katie does. That's just it's what just Google Docs that they does. Switched from because numbering. I tried to change it to back to numbers or to whatever. But then when I did a tab over and indented again, it still just had the Roman numerals, and I didn't care enough to fix it. <laughs> because you know why? Sorry. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Before you move on anyway. to health facts, yes. I have an interesting yes. historical fact <gasps> about coffee. I want to hear it. Tell us. So Gustav III of Sweden um, had to punish a set of twins. And instead of delivering a death row uh, sentence upon the twins, he ordered to feed one twin three pots of coffee and the other twin three pots of tea to help understand the effects of the drink on the human body. Can you imagine Ooh. that instead of going to death row, someone's like, you have to drink these three pots of coffee. And I'm like, okay, it's just Tuesday. <laughs> what? But what if you had to drink the tea? What if you had to drink the tea? You didn't think about that. They didn't that. have a time limit. They had to, they had to beer bong the coffee. <laughs> Did they really? No, yeah. no, no. But uh, no, I would be very upset mm-hmm. if I was. As long as it's not unsweet tea. <laughs> but well, you know what they would give us? It would it would just be like herbal tea. It would be like, here, would you like this English yeah. breakfast tea? And I would be like, I absolutely would rather be on death row. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, I'll take some Earl Grey. 
Gross. Garbage. <laughs> Absolute garbage. I actually had a drink tea. I know. I actually had to drink tea this I only week. drink sweet um, tea. Sorry. Ew. I don't like, I don't really so like Texas. any tea. I had to drink tea this week because my, my throat really hurt, but I drank my tea with my honey and it, it did help me. So it does help. Okay. So here are five reasons why you should be drinking coffee. If you're not already, I, if you haven't already started drinking a cup of coffee, just listening to this episode, I don't know how we're ever going to persuade you. Okay. <laughs> because... I mean, it's Pope approved. So exactly. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. So five reasons why you should be drinking coffee. Um, okay. Reason number one, coffee can reduce inflammation and it contains a compound called polyphenol. Was that how you say it? Polyphenol. And this yes. compound helps with inflammation. So it can help you if you're all bloated, drink some coffee and then you'll fit into your jeans better. Um, yeah, supposedly. I don't know if I believe that, but okay. Maybe that's why. I fit better in my jeans because I've had all that Panera coffee. <laughs> Anti-inflammatory Panera. All right. I imagine though that that fact only counts if like you're drinking the coffee black. I think most of these I things are if you're drinking drink the coffee, coffee black. black. Yeah. I imagine that most of these things are if you're only if you're drinking the coffee black. But I yeah. can stomach Panera coffee drinking it black. I also would drink the light roast black. So. Okay. Um, so we, so, okay. So we all kind of, well, we kind of mentioned this earlier, but the aroma of coffee can relax you. Um, so oh, the smell does. of coffee is actually the most recognized scent in North America. Um, yeah. I why. And, um, <laughs> I found, cool. so when we were telling our stories about drinking coffee, I was like, Ooh, it sounds like what we're going to talk about. Um, typically children love the smell of coffee, but hate Still the do. taste I, um and as we age it's it's more common for people to acquire the taste um and they associate it with relaxing or generally something positive like from your childhood which is literally yes. what we were saying um, yes. yeah which <laughs> is why a lot of adults <laughs> exactly which is why a lot of adults really like their coffee um but you know it does yeah. it does remind me of like my childhood and like happier times it does. And honestly, anytime I've had like stressful day or whatever, like, or I just need to like, I guess, get a pep boost. I'm like, I'm just going to have coffee because it makes me happy. Yep. I love coffee. Coffee always makes me happy. If I'm really upset and I drink coffee, like I'm automatically happier. So, all right. Um, yeah. Coffee can boost your metabolism by three to 11% if you drink it on a regular basis. So keep drinking your coffee. Yes. yes. Oh, so I need to be it. drinking more coffee. More coffee. It'll speed <laughs> up your metabolism. Um, coffee can actually make you live longer. It's been shown that drinking coffee on a regular basis can reduce your risk of death by 20%. So keep on drinking. Have a longer life. Awesome. Yes, do. Yes. So I'll never get to die. I'll just have nope. uh, you drink too much coffee, Ben. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, so, are we immortal now? Yes. Oh my gosh. You're taking the words out of my mouth. <laughs> it's fine no i all i was gonna say is my mom has sent me a similar fact to what you just said uh katie and my response to her was like so i am immortal basically <laughs> yes. um Love it. and then 
Also, coffee can improve your mood, which is also what we literally just said. Um, (laughs) The caffeine stimulates your central nervous system and it increases the creation of neurotransmitters in your body. And this Mm -hmm. includes serotonin, noradrenaline and dopamine and which all of those improve your mood. So if you drink coffee, you get skinny and you're happy. Is ultimately what I'm hearing from this. I is mean, it? So it's a win-win. I don't see a downside yeah. to drinking coffee mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah, and you and you're immortal. You live forever. Exactly. Yeah. So it is literally the elixir of life. It is. Yes. So now that we've like talked about how much we love coffee and how great it is, and all these fantastic. Oh wait, Benjamin, go. I have. I I'm have sorry. Some, no, you're fine. I have some health ones that are like a little bit more serious. Okay, so, let's hear okay. them. I'm ready for these serious health things. So drinking coffee regularly limits the development of enzymes that cause Parkinson's disease. So if you have a family history with this disease, um, drinking cups of coffee can help reduce your chances of getting Parkinson's in the future. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the same goes for Alzheimer's. Drinking a cup of decaffeinated coffee can help your body fight the cells that cause the disease. So you can protect your bodies from the harmful effects of the disease by drinking decaffeinated coffee, which is not caffeine free. But is it only decaf? Yeah, is it only decaf? My resource is decaffeinated coffee. But I assume that regular coffee would do the same thing. It's just going to have a higher caffeine um, content. So what you're telling me is Ellis Gray never drank coffee. She didn't drink enough coffee like. with living in Seattle. I don't and understand. I, say, I, think that I don't get that reference because I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> That's right. You, I'm you sorry. You all know the only episodes I've seen, which I've seen four times, are the episodes where somebody shoots the hospital. <laughs> sorry. The anyway. only other clip I've ever seen is Sandra O oh yelling, my shoe! <laughs> That's like the best clip of the series. Yeah, that's all you really need to see to know Grey's Anatomy right there. So So, it's fine. The shoe. um, I don't know. I only have one shoe. (laughs) Um, And in that same vein, um, other neurodegenerative disorders that um, affect the brain can also be reduced by drinking coffee. Um, Part of that is because (sighs) coffee, like Katie said, um, stimulates certain receptors in the brain and it just stimulates brain cells in general. So um, it keeps your brain active and can help slow neurodegenerative disorders. I, I wonder if that's why my MS is benign because it's I possible. drink so much coffee. It's I drink possible. so much that my brain is like, I can't do anything else because there's so much caffeine and coffee in me. Probably. Ugh. That's probably why. I have to just start drinking even valid. more. Dang. Oh, God. Um, oh, no. Then, 12 cups reason. need to jump up to like 20. So Basically. then. Yeah. I have one more really serious one. So some studies have showed that drinking six cups of coffee a day um, could help limit the growth of cancer cells in our bodies. And it's also, uh, it's specifically shown to help with liver, prostate, throat cancer. So, but six cups a day, that that's a lot of coffee. Quite a lot. Quite a lot. That is a lot um, of coffee. I wonder what the ounceage of those cups Probably are, eight. They may be six. Yeah. Six um, to eight. Yeah. I mm-hmm. would assume. So, and I think that couples with, there was another one that I had read that it was because 
Um, where is it? That's not so that, hard to believe, the, though. That hot, the hotter the coffee, the better it is for your stomach. Um, cause it, yeah. and it improves I the conditions know. of your intestines and all your insidey parts. Hot. That's fair. I, I, I think take. Mm, I, don't, I feel like take that one though with a grain of salt, just because like if you burn yourself, it goes like well, that yeah, could, yeah. Well, I don't know why anyone would drink like, something that hot. Well, because we just said the hotter the coffee, I the know, better it is. So but I don't just, think any you know, and within reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have yeah. to put a con like cautious. This content is hot. Don't type sue thing. us like that person from McDonald's. So yeah. How many ounces are in a venti from Starbucks? I'm going back to the one about the cancer. 24. Yeah. Okay. So if you drink two venti coffees in a day, is it? it's not really so hard to like come up with yeah. that many cups of coffee yeah. if they're only six to eight ounces, That's you know? True. So like yeah. if you drink a venti in the morning and a venti in the afternoon, like there you go. And to me, yeah. drinking two ventis ounces. a day is not a lot. But it's 20 ounces. Also, but yeah. still... But you also but have to venti, keep in mind that venti regular coffee, yeah. not venti well, yeah. um, hot coffee comes in 20 ounces, but venti ice drinks come in 24. Okay. Oh. Well, and I mean, like over summer, we were going to Panera three times a day. And like, to me, it wouldn't be outrageous to drink that much coffee because we were doing that. That's true. So. Yeah. We were, or if you get a trenta, it's 31 ounces. <gasps> and you're practically perfect Ooh. then. Love so something it. that has now that I've heard the espresso fact, it, Starbucks usually will not let you get a trenta of espresso because mm-hmm. it's and I don't dangerous. Know why now? Yeah, because you're, it doesn't because of how fast it goes into you. I think is still the thing. It's not the quantity. Even if I have a latte, I mean, I, I, I'm just guessing because you're still gonna drink it while it's hot. You're not. I mean. Usually, hmm. Starbucks explain yeah. like there's still a why is this like Kansas and this is not out of Kansas. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, now we're gonna talk about how to spot bogus coffee. So we've been telling you all these wonderful things about coffee and how much we love it and why you should be drinking it and blah blah blah. But where there is good coffee, there also comes fake and terrible coffee, and you should be uh-uh. drinking good coffee not all coffee is created equal and here's how i know and here's how to spot and identify this not so good joe um so if you see one of these clues on your bag of beans it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad coffee but beware if you see more than one of these on your bag it's probably trash so (laughs) get ready because i also read some of this and i was like but no, but my coffee that I I think I like is garbage. So, um, all right. So the first clue is if your bag or whatever says 100% pure coffee, guess what? It's probably not pure coffee. So um, instead, it, it's probably cut with lower quality ingredients. You should be looking for a bag that says 100% Arabica instead of just 100% coffee because the latter could be cut with um, robusta which is or lower quality beans and usually that means it's a lot more like bitter so i guess unless you really like the bitter coffee but yeah obviously if you like bitter coffee just you know look for robusta beans but if you don't want bitter coffee make sure your coffee doesn't say 100 pure, pure coffee because it's not it's gonna be garbage 
Um, fact, if you get HEB, it has the 100% erotica. <gasps> I know you probably can't see it. This is so wonderful that you have a bag because now we can see how many of these things are on there. Okay, the next one says, um, you should be look if you see a best, okay, okay, wait, scratch that. You should be looking for on your bag of beans or on your grounds, a roasted on date instead of a best buy date. Mm-hmm. So do you see that, Ben? I mean, CJ, oh, sorry. It's, it's called a what? A roasted, a roasted on roasted date? on date. That's the date you're looking for. The best buy or expiration date is not a good thing. Yeah. I'm going to have to search for it. Okay. Keep it's searching. It's not going to be in the same spot. I know this one says at the bottom on the bottom, it says best diffused by. Oh, no. It's a bad bag of coffee. But I'm still going to keep looking for the roasted by date. Oh, yeah. It could have both on it. It could have both. Well, it just means that if it says roasted on, that it means that it's probably a better quality and it's going to be fresher. Um, and coffee is really not meant to sit on the shelf for very long. So if it says Best no, Buy, not. that's probably a bad, bad thing. Yeah. Coffee is usually supposed to be ground and drank within a week to two weeks tops. Like yeah. if you're doing the whole bean and you grind it yourself, yeah. you have a week or yeah. two weeks tops by the time you open the seal. Um, and that's if in two weeks is with proper storage. I went through this whole, I'm going to yeah. become a, like snob. a coffee snob phase. Yeah. Um, so the next one is be wary of too many flavors. If a coffee is described with multiple artificial flavors, chances are the quality of their beans is really not the best. Um, now, of course, like it doesn't, always mean that you have garbage but if you truly want a good bean you shouldn't need all that cover-up and flavors so look for something that doesn't have very many artificial flavors um yes so i mean it says medium bodied with a touch of southern pecans and a hint of cinnamon the ingredients just say um arabica um coffee natural and artificial flavors yeah it doesn't give much more than that okay so the next one says there's no roasted date oh h-e-b probably because they're they're mass producing it usually the roasted by dates are for the smaller people yeah and they're also it's already grounded coffee in some h-e-b's you can ground your own beans this is true. It's true. You can grind, grind your own beans. Right. You can you can ground your own beans. You can beans. ground your own beans. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> yes. So typically, like companies are like mass producing beans like that. Like they're they're probably not going to have the roasted on date. But like, if you want fresher beans and fresher coffee, you really should probably try to find something that's like local. So. But anyway, um, the next thing says avoid too many blends. Companies that have more blends like breakfast blend or whatever. Um, so companies that have more blends than pure coffees are most likely relying on a poor quality bean to fill out their bags because it's cheaper. I'm very upset right now because I love my breakfast blend. I do too. And usually the breakfast blends, the company has many other flavors. Yeah. So like, for example, if a company has like 10 different types of coffee, if they have eight blends and only two pure coffees, it's probably not a, a good coffee company. But this like, makes me, <laughs> this makes me wonder about Starbucks now. You know, but if you have like a couple of blends, you know, it's fine, but just avoid too many of them. Um, 
The packaging, which I already knew this one about the packaging, um, beware of glass jars and metal or plastic cans because they can dehydrate the coffee and um, also clear bags um, because you don't want light to get to the coffee because coffee stays fresher in the dark. So you should be looking for dark bags and keep it away from the light. Just like that. Put it in a cabinet. Mine, the bag I have (laughs) is a black bag. Yeah. Can't see through it. Nice. So be wary of that red plastic Folgers can. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I have seen people like they'll grind their own beans and they'll put it in a glass jar. Don't do that. No, it's, it's bad. What we're saying or yeah. maybe a thing. Yeah. Um, next, be wary of your bag size. You should never buy coffee in a anything larger than a two pound bag, um, unless obviously you're making coffee for like. A bunch of people at one time, but the larger the bag, the quicker it will actually lose its quality. And most reputable coffee roasters expect their coffee to be ground and consumed within just a few weeks. Um, and they, it shouldn't be sitting on a shelf for that long. So you shouldn't need a huge bag like that because it's going to go stale. You just need to go this buy a true. new fresh bag. Yeah. Um, next one is avoid. Lots of buzzwords like natural, pure, and eco-friendly. Um, these words don't really mean anything, um, even though it sounds nice. They're fluffy. They're nice, fluffy words, but they don't really mean anything. You should be looking for USDA organic certification or fair trade certification on your bag. That means it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's really good coffee. Now, not all coffees have that on there, and they're still like have those certifications, but they're still good coffees. Um, but just be wary that sometimes the other like fluffy words um, means they could be hiding something and they don't maybe don't have the best coffee. Do you have those words on your bag of coffee, CJ? Is H-E-B hiding no. anything? <gasps> H-E-B is hiding it. H-E-B is garbage. Okay. We only have two more. No, we love H-E-B. Um, <laughs> so what we I do love H-E-B. H-E-B is butts. Yes. <laughs> H-E butts. Anyway, sorry. That was so gross. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, So we only have two more. So the next one um, is whole beans versus grounds. So you should always make sure that your coffee brand sells whole beans as well as grounds um, because this could be a sign of the freshness because whole beans are typically more fresh, but it also means the company. um, So, okay. So a company that sells coffee, you want to make sure that they're selling the beans as well as the grounds, because if they're only selling the grounds, typically that means that their stuff is not as high quality um, and they don't trust their customers to grind their own coffee because really you should be grinding your own coffee if you want to be a true coffee snob, because you should be grinding it to the size that works best best for whatever equipment you have um, or for specific brewing methods. So each brewing method really needs like a different size of like grind and so now obviously not everyone has a coffee grinder at home we have two yeah. but you know we're special <laughs> um yeah. again i, I got really also, into it yeah i don't have one yeah i also want to add about the coffee grinder. Like, if you don't have one at home you can take whole beans to a coffee shop if you're not already doing it in the grocery store yeah um, and usually the coffee shop like starbucks or wherever will grind them for you yeah oh, so like i didn't know that. if a cool yeah if a company only offers grounds and not whole beans, then like they're just saying everyone has standard, the same basic equipment. Every, you know, everyone's doing the same thing, but it's really not true. Cause like there are so many different ways you can brew your coffee. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, uh, and if you're going to take it to a coffee shop and you're trying to be a snob, like be aware that like if you do pour over versus French press, there are two different grinds for that. So you yeah. can also ask them and say, Hey, can you grind this like a little bit finer? They should know if you, to grind it a little bit finer for the French press, I think more fine. I could be so. wrong. Um, I don't do French press that often, but like the, I know espresso versus like, espresso grind versus like pour over grind there's a completely huge difference there Mm -hmm. so just be aware we have so okay we have an outrageous amount of ways to make coffee in our house because we have the the keurig (laughs) we have the espresso machine we have a pour over we have french press we have i mean like it's just outrageous anyway anyway the last um the last thing i have is pre-packaged coffee versus getting coffee from bins Bins are bad. You should not be getting your coffee from the bins. Sorry, Ben. Bins are bad. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. Um, but like, okay, so like when you go to the store and there are the the bins of coffee, like, you know, the beans that you can pick out and get however many you want. I'm uh, sorry, Ben. Now I feel bad saying this. No, um, you're fine. But those are typically not as, they're not as good because... In those bins, they they get more exposure to light, um, and they typically have a poorer shelf stability, and they lack freshness. They get really stale really fast. So you you really should be buying your beans already pre bagged, is what I found. Um, most mm-hmm. credible roasters typically prefer to pre bag their beans because they can make sure that they can stay fresher longer. Um, so you really should be trusting your roaster. Now I know that like we've gone to Whole Foods before and we get beans out of the the bin. Um, but now I feel like we shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't be doing that anymore. Well, we haven't in a long time because of COVID. And usually I opt for now just the bet. I find the beans that I like from the bins in the bags. Yeah. So. And I just buy the bags oh, of whole gotcha. beans. So no. ultimately, like what I, I've come to terms with is that like most coffee is garbage and trash and we're just used to drinking trash. But I'm wondering if we really followed all of these like nine steps, if we would have a better cup of coffee. Yes, we would. Probably. Because Maybe. we have had Challenge that accepted. better cup of coffee. I guess it's true. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so that's what I've got on coffee. Fun. I've learned yeah. so much. This is great. I feel like I'm, my mm. Keurig with my little K cups next to it is not garbage. on par. <laughs> yeah, garbage juice. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's also how I feel about. But you know what? I drink my K cup every morning, and I yeah, love it. Same. So we can still appreciate it because yeah. coffee is coffee mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah. So yeah. I do worry about like, trying to follow those nine steps to get the superior coffee. And then like, if I have a day where I just need like something quick and I have like the inferior one, I'm going to be like, what is this? I can't drink this anymore. We noticed that because <laughs> Megan was grinding all of our own coffee and doing oh pour God. over oh, for us true. every day. And then I, I noticed when we switched back to K-Cups, like you can tell the difference. And then especially when we switch to Panera, like there's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I did it almost every, I did it every day for like mm-hmm. two or three solid months. I mean, it got, yeah. it, it was really nice because we did it like almost right at the beginning of the pandemic because our neighbor came and brought us like a five pound bag of coffee. So we Apparently were, you but, weren't supposed to do that, but we, t- we but did it anyway. We did it anyway <laughs> because well, it was free coffee, but it was really good at the beginning. It just, you know, lost it towards the end, but we did keep it dark and all that kind of stuff. But like, and yeah, I mean, you could definitely tell the difference and we, I mean, 
But if we need a quick cup of coffee, we wouldn't wait for the water to boil and for me to be able to pour over. We'd always have the K cups there as a just in case type thing. But okay. you can taste the difference. And, yeah, and like, can. I can even taste the difference between the brewing methods really change. And this is where I start sounding more of a snob. <sighs> the brewing <laughs> methods really change because like it, we got the same beans that I had at work whenever I was going into the office. And we got the same beans from H-E-B, but it was so, but I did them as pour over instead of like, you know, the pot that sits on the, on the, um, warmer for like eight hours because someone makes it and then it just takes forever to get filled. And there was just a noticeable difference in the quality of the coffee also, just because it was fresh and it was made in a different way. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't kept in the security closet. (laughs) Well, I hope that we have encouraged our listeners to go drink some some fresh coffee. I know I want to drink some fresh coffee now. Too yeah, bad it's I 1030 feel like I at night. I should start using, um, I have the little, um, I don't know what to call it, the little thing where I can put in fresh mm-hmm. grounds in, yeah, for the Keurig. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe I should yeah, I go too. that route oh, and invest yeah. in yeah, getting a little grinder and trying out some some fresh the reusable the reusable k-cups are the way to go it's better for the environment the coffee is always better it is it's true so and if you're looking for a grinder that's easy to use and if you care about like the size of grinds there's a cuisinart one that we we got for christmas um that's like 25 dollars, i think like don't go for the kitchen eight so the difference in grinders and this is again where i did a bunch of research though um, so you could get a grinder where you just press on the top, which is what we had for yeah, what we have also. We have one of those. We do, but it doesn't give you a um symmetry. It doesn't give you a symmetrical grind. Like a consistent cut. Yeah. There we go. It doesn't give you a consistent grind. Like they're all different sizes, so that's not the best necessarily. So before we head out, I do want to talk a little bit more about the Patreon if you want to support us, or you could just buy us a cup of coffee at co-fi.com slash catampod. But with the Patreon, you do get some perks. So you can get access to the after show that we're about to go talk in or to the live feed, depending on what level you are. So there's four different tiers. You can go at patreon.com slash catampod and see what all the different tiers are. With all the tiers, you get access to the Discord where you can come and chat with us whenever you want to. You always will get a shout out in the podcast and in the credits of the YouTube video. Again, thank you to all our patrons. And to hear the after show and previous after shows, go to patreon.com slash catampod and become at least a settler. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please make sure to like, heart, star, favorite, and leave us a review wherever you can. You can watch our previous games, though, on our YouTube channel, Settlers of Catan Even. If you want to reach out to us on any of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you can find us at Pod and talk to us about your favorite coffees there. Now, let's go around this virtual table and talk about where you can find us. Katie, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Katie11318. And Ben? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at bfelts91, on my website at benjaminfelts.com, or bathing in an entire jacuzzi full of espresso. And Ben is super talented and super duper awesome and made our music for the podcast. So if you need any kind of musical needs, then please, please, please reach out to him on all the places that he just said, and he'll be able to help you out there. Jasmine, where can we find you? Y'all can find me on Twitter at Snoop Jazzy Jazz. 
and on Instagram at Princess Jasmine one four. And CJ, where can we find you at? I am on Instagram um, at Clevenger CJ. And finally, you can find me at Megan Wilson underscore on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. I'm always down for coffee talk. All the social medias are linked in the show notes. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll be back soon with more Catan and conversation. Bye. Bye. Bye.